Welcome to Hope from the Front Lines. Each week, we peek beyond the headlines, finding stories of struggle, passion, and strength from essential caregivers of color doing the heavy lift, protecting Chicago's most vulnerable during this COVID-19 pandemic. My father taught us as kids, when you commit to, to do something, you follow through with it. I come to work because I think if it can give somebody a little bit of something, some encouragement, whether it's a worker or a patient, to just try to, you know, support other people. Growing up, Bernita Drayton knew what it meant to be a hard worker. Her father taught her dedication and perseverance at a young age. On top of working full time, Bernita cares for her elderly parents who are 88 and 86 years old and wants to keep them as safe as possible. Healthcare workers are doing all they can to stay committed to their jobs and their patients during the pandemic. However, it gets challenging staying worry-free while on the clock. In this episode, hospital workers speak out about the challenges of staying safe on the job. I know people are talking about uh, hazard pay. It'd be good to give it to them. Um, I don't have a problem with that. But if it means the money or my health and safety, I'm going with my health and safety. I'm Courtney Smyers-Jones. With protecting me means protecting us. All I want is to be safe. Bernita Drayton works at Methodist Hospital in Maryville, Indiana, as a unit secretary where she assists in supporting patients and medical staff by answering incoming calls, organizing charts, and admitting new patients. As a unit secretary, she's the first person visitors meet when they come to the hospital. Family members check in at her desk, often asking questions before going to the patient's rooms. Her unit holds 33 patients and each patient is allowed one visitor per day. She also shares a space with doctors and nurses, which can be up to 10 people in one small space. We have opened to visitors right now. And for visitors, they have one visitor per day. I guess it's okay because people do need to see someone. It helps with your healing. But at the same time, then give me what I need to protect me. Make the visitors follow all of the guidelines and rules that you have in place for them. That's not happening. Bernita says managers want visitors to feel welcome and that a plastic protective shield between them and a hospital staff would make them uncomfortable. Bernita wants visitors to feel welcome, but feels hospital's priority should be staff safety. Right now, she's only been giving goggles to wear. I did ask for a shield in front of my desk because you don't, you say visitors won't be coming there, but they do. They do, they come and they ask for help. I mean, that's what they do. Since the start of COVID-19, Methodist Hospital staff have had to continue to share elevators, restrooms, and common spaces with visitors. They get little to no information on where visitors are coming from or who they've been in contact with. Methodist Hospital has over 2,000 employees with over 300 staff beds, which leaves healthcare workers at a greater risk of contracting COVID-19. You give visitors rules and regulations, they need to be told at the front door. Um, if they can't go to the cafeteria, which they can't, they need to know that in advance because they're walking around the hospital. Um, when they come into the hospital, you tell them that they're supposed to stay in the room. They're not doing that. Um, they need to keep their mask on the entire time, even while they're in the room with the patient. They don't do that. Um, it's just a lot of things that I think that they need to clarify you know, for us, because if you're in and out, I don't know who you're around. I don't know, you know, that's the thing for us. 
Bernita says her job would be much easier if she could focus solely on her job and staying safe if management took the responsibility of making sure visitors follow the rules. This is a new feeling. That's Caprice Nevels. She's a patient care tech at St. Louis University Hospital in St. Louis, Missouri. Caprice has been doing this work for 30 years and has a strong passion for helping people. This is her first experience with something as major as COVID-19. She wants her safety insured by the management who oversees the hospital. Um, my concerns are the social distancing. You can't social distance in a hospital. There's no way around it. As a patient care tech, Caprice works closely with the nurses and patients by assisting with using the restroom, serving meals, and preparing for bed. Caprice says the toughest part about her job during COVID-19 has been not being able to social distance in the hospital. The staff is infecting one another, you know. Um, it's, it's just like a, a big infection because it's no social distancing. No matter how you try to social distance, you hear about nurses and um, techs, doctors getting sick. So there's just no social distancing in there, and it's very scary, especially if you have family members that are at risk as well, and you can bring it home to them. According to Washington Post data, COVID-19-related hospitalizations across the U.S. increased from just over 36,000 on July 1st to almost 53,000 by July 31st. That's nearly 17,000 more people infected and in serious enough condition to be hospitalized in one month. We have had a number of COVID-positive nurses and CNAs on our unit. Um, you know, they had to be off and be quarantined. CDC guidelines have rules and regulations that hospitals post. According to Bernita, visitors don't always follow, nor does the hospital enforce. People do what they want to do. You know, you I shouldn't have to ask you to go back to the room because they do have sheets up front and they probably do tell them, but it doesn't always work. Caring for patients during a pandemic can be chaotic but it becomes more difficult when you're in fear about contracting the virus from outside sources. That old cliche saying you signed up for this, this is your job, none of us signed up to die. Caprice says visitors don't always follow the rules on how to correctly wear their mask. Instead, they just cover the mouth, leaving their nose exposed. So what to do? Bernita suggests families make phone calls or schedule Zoom meetings instead of in-person visits so patients still get that human interaction. Patients can be comforted and staff can be protected. I think the priority is to keep uh, me safe because I'm there. While Bernita and Caprice struggle to stay safe, they say management at Methodist Hospital and St. Louis University Hospital don't share the same concerns. The upper people that are sitting up and looking down low, they're not on the floors. They're not coming in contact with patients. They're not consoling family members. They're not doing any of that, but sitting, pushing a pen and telling you what to do. And from the trenches, Bernita plans to ask Methodist Hospital's new CEO at an upcoming town hall meeting just why the hospital is allowing visitors, especially when many hospitals have not. We want to be safe. Just keep us safe. I'm Courtney Smyers-Jones with Hope from the Frontlines. 
Thank you for joining Hope from the Front Lines. Our series is produced by Juneteenth Productions with funding support from the McCormick Foundation. Join us next week for another story of struggle, passion, and strength from essential caregivers of color protecting Chicago's most vulnerable during this COVID-19 pandemic. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are available. You have a story to share? Join us in the ongoing conversation on our Facebook page, Hope from the Front Lines.